Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you're having a great day wherever you are and a great week. Um, thank you so much for the, your support of my program and I really, really appreciate your time you take to be with me uh, all across the week. So today we're going to talk about something special in Mecca and Muhammad, the Prophet, and we have spoken about... Um, Sorry, we've spoken a lot about uh, Muhammad. We've spoken a lot about Mecca. Uh, but uh, today we're going to talk about something I saw on YouTube and I get all these, I'm doing my research and I pick up these topics from YouTube um, and I, I talk about it and put in my opinion. So here we are today and I, and I, and I got a topic that says... Um, Muhammad in Mecca, he used to have epilepsy fits. Now, not many people know this, but those who know have read is Islamic uh, history books. But what is this epilepsy? Did he really have epilepsy? Because no one really knows. I mean, it's written in the books, but did they understand what those epilepsy fits were? Were, were they really epilepsy? Was it just called sweat? What was it? Now, uh it's, it's very important to understand what I'm talking about. And so we're going to go into the history. I don't agree that he has epilepsy fits. Like I just don't agree that he had epilepsy fits. But there's something else. And what did he have? In order to understand what he had, you have to understand Mecca, my friend. So if the Quran says that its prophet did not believe in joining groups, why start a religion in Mecca? I've written, uh, you know, in many chapters about the seismic zone in the Levant and the pandemics it generated. If the Prophet of Islam was not taking part in violence, what was he doing? He was taking care of the sick in Makkah. But why? Remember, who, people who were sick in ancient times were stigmatized and had to escape from plain sight. Mixing with regular population, especially around trade centers, went against purity laws and could get you killed. One was even not even able to mention these places for fear of stigma and repercussions. So any place in ancient Arabia after the birth of Abrahamic religions, if used by sick and infected people, would not even be mentioned in any literature or traditions to avoid the devil as it was known then. Okay? Um, and that place had to have a water source, be away from the trade routes and isolated so that no other Bedouin caravan would get infected. A place where the remaining tribes would distance themselves for fear of contamination. Now, that was the encampment of Makkah. If we already we have already discussed this before, Arabia was inhabited predominantly by biblical Arabs, uh, Christians, Hebrews, nomadic people, who had since times gone by. Um, had 
as lep leper colonies or leprosy colonies, okay? So this is even before Abrahamic religion, there has something called leprosy colonies. What we call today as red zone. So you have the COVID pandemic, the pandemic, uh, you have people who infected uh, areas with our hotspots, and that was called red zones. An unfortunate place where the sick went away from the general population to get better or die, that is isolation. Guess which places off the trade route with absolutely no proof or trade or the slightest mention anywhere. The modern city of Makkah. Guess who was the only person caring for the sick? Yes, my dear friends, Muhammad. This section did not denigrate this is this section is not to denigrate Makkah or Muhammad, but to tell you a whole story other story which will show you the ignorance of the people of the book. That means these are the um, Jewish tribes, the general people of the time, and the Abrahamic mindset, okay? So the, the people of the book were, the, were, uh, were one of the many tribes of, of, uh, of Hebrews. Um, they were the priestly class. They were descended from the tribes of Zadok, from the high priest Zadok, was the original high priest of the uh, Temple Mount, Okay, Makkah is the most important concept in the whole 3,000 year history of Arabia. Muhammad, being a descendant of ancient Hebrews, would have known how to use an isolated place in the desert with ground spring water and its hygienic properties. Uh, he would, sorry, before I go there, how do we know he's a descendant of Hebrews? Because his, one of his tribal names or the name of his tribe was the tribe, the Hashemite tribe. He he was a sorry Quraysh tribe of the Hashemite clan, or was it the Hashemite tribe of the Quraysh clan? I always mix it up. But he was called bin. His last name was bin Hashim because um, the Hashemite uh, uh, Hashem is the Hebrew word, alternate word for God. So by calling yourself Hashemite, you were saying that you belong to a Hebrew tribe. Okay, you believed in. He in, in Hashem, that means uh, the God of Israel. So he's telling that the, the name by itself tells you very clearly that he is Hebrew uh, of descent. Now, that doesn't mean he's practicing Hebrew. He is, uh, he would have been from the tribe, but he could be very clearly have, you know, uh, got off their back and said, I'm not interested anymore. But the lineage remained, okay, because lineage doesn't change, your, your family tree doesn't change. The very fact that the Quraysh tribe was in Mecca means that the previous generation uh, of this tribe could have been infected themselves and would have moved had to move away to the Hijaz reason, region, that is to Mecca for fear of stigma. He would have known that it had to be isolated and a place where the heat was extreme and enough to disinfect or kill any viruses. What saved them was his Hebrew name, thus letting people know that they had laws of purity to heal and be cured so they could carry on their trade and commerce. Just as people, the previous generations, would have given their ancestors a helping hand, so did Muhammad. Um, he would have had no problem in offering his support without asking any power in return. Remember in the desert, the basic law stipulated that you help one another and form a human chain to heal.
Except if you were the ignorant people of the book, my dear friends. That's the priestly class. Now, the people of the book wanted nothing to do but isolate themselves as they were chosen from God, okay? Because the people of the book were descendants of the high priest of Israel, and they believed because their descendants, their ancestors survived a huge cataclysm around 1177 BC uh, in the Sinai Desert, where they fled as slaves from Egypt. They hid in the Sinai Desert uh, near Mount Sinai, and then after they moved up north to Canaan, which then was conquered and became Israel. Uh, so they knew that isolation was the only way of of uh, of saving yourself from the pandemics and the huge volcanic ash that fell during this volcanic eruption during around 1177 BC. But we know that's not the only way of doing it. That's not wrong. We still isolate today. We wash our hands. We clean our hands. We we take our we we clean. We stay clean. Uh, we keep washing. We're told to self isolate. So it's not wrong. Now the people of the book wanted nothing to but to isolate themselves as they were chosen by God and specially revealed his commandments of the Torah with ritual purity. The sick were considered those who did not submit to the laws of the Torah. Uh, hence, they had no intention of having to deal with them. Makkah is not mentioned in the Quran. The only concept of Makkah is is uh, Quran 48.24, which uses the word Makkata, and is translated as Makkah. So, the translation of the verse 48.24 says, And he, it is who hath withheld man's, ha- man's hand from you, and hath withheld your hands from them, from within the valley of Makkah, after he has made you visitors over them, sorry, victors over them, Allah is seer of what ye do. Now the word for valley, it's this is a translation from within the valley of Makkah. However, the 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 word for valley in Arabic is fi vadi. Vadi means valley, fi means from within, within the valley, um within the valley, um within the valley of um of Makkah. Um that's what fivadi would mean. But there's no fivadi here. Okay. The word is bibatani makkata. Okay. Makkah finds uh sorry people of the book are mentioned 31 times mostly in the first five chapters of the Quran. Makkah finds more mention in the Old Testament than the Quran telling us that Makkah is a Hebrew word for souls. I'll correct this, souls. The Hebrew-dominated oasis of Yathrib, later Medina, was nearby. Hence, they had to be an encampment of people who were lepers, leprosy, uh, people who... uh, from the nearby Makkah too. This is what the Quranic translation of Makkata should mean, from within your wounds, okay? And that's very, very, very important. Uh, so basically, um, what it is, is um, 
Makkah, it was actually, like I said, um, a, a, Makkah was a, a leprosy colony, a colony where people of, with Makkahs, that means wounds as in Arabic, the people with wounds would take you, would, uh, would go there to heal, okay? Uh, not heal, I'd say, but they would be isolated in these places. Why? Because Makkah is in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Nowhere is Makkah um, um, close by. It's not close to any caravan routes. It's not close to anything. It's really absolutely in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so as a result of which, uh, you can isolate yourself over there. You've got... Um, You've got very clearly the heat of the sun. You've got a well, the Zamzam well, and, and you have water. You have well, not much oasis there, but you have heat. And technically with the heat and the water, you can absolutely, uh, you know, have some sense of, of going forward. Now, uh, like I said, the word Makkah means sores. Anyone who had sores, and even if there's one person in the tribe, the whole tribe had to move because tribes were the families of its time. Very important to note. So this whole tribe would have been sent there, and that's why they were called Makkan tribes later on. Uh, but their actual word was Hashem, the last name, or should I say the tribal name was Hashemet, uh, tribe uh, or clan. And this comes from the fact that they were descendants of Hebrew, some Hebrew, um, some Hebrew tribe. Uh, and so if now in Makkah, okay, in this area, in this air colony encampment, there were two parts. There were one part where people who were not sick lived and people who were actually lepers, people with skin diseases, people who were sick would be sent. They would be closer to the Kaaba and other people near the mountains. And it was, uh, I think, according to Islamic history, there was uh, one of Makkah's one of the ancestors of uh, Prophet Muhammad, uh, he was, uh, they came to Makkah and then he rearranged the encampment and brought the people who were far away closer to the Kaaba. But once you went to help those people, now you know very clearly, once in those times, People were uh, people who were sick were chastised, as like I said, they were hurt, they they were degraded, they were even killed for fear of uh, being contaminated, just like we are today. And if you were killed, then that was the end of you. So if you went and helped those people who were sick, people who helped were uh, contaminated, what happens was uh, you would have to isolate for a while, like we do today. If you go into a contaminated area you come from uh, another land, you have to uh, isolate yourself. If you don't isolate yourself, it's probable that you get the virus and you give it to other people and you'll contaminate the whole family. So he had to isolate himself. And how would he isolate himself? In the mountains, the mountains near Makkah. Okay, and uh, that's the cave of Hira. We have a cave of Hira in Makkah, and they say that Prophet Muhammad was there, and he would isolate himself. He would stay there for a couple of days, um, and uh, he would get revelations. Now, the revelations part was just added later. Okay, it seems very clear to get uh, uh, added later, but he would sweat. There were pearls of sweat coming down, uh, pearls of um, sorry. Um, 
epilepsy fit. What was those? Were they epilepsy? No, it was just that he probably got fever. He got the flu because he's, he's dealing with people who are sick. So he would be contaminated himself. So he would get the flu. He would get sick. He would get fever. He would be sweating. When you get fever, don't you sweat? So he would be sweating. So these are basic symptoms of people who uh, were sick. And why was he sick? Because it's proof that he was helping those who couldn't help themselves. It's very, very important to understand. Makkah was a place uh, where people went there, people who were sick, people who had sores, they were called Makkahs and they were sent to an encampment far away from the main city center. The center was was chastised, was a red zone. You couldn't go there. If you went there, even if you took the name of the word Makkah, means you knew someone who had sores, who was ill, that means you have the possibility of, of encamping there, or of getting sick, and you too were sent there. So no one even took the name of the word Makkah before fear of being uh, uh, spiritually impure, because if you took knew someone who was spiritually impure and who was sick, he was impure, and you were impure too, and he they would be sent to this tribe and so they never took the name it was not written down anywhere it was not a uh, no book and that's why the Quran doesn't have Makkah and only the Bible the Old Testament has it because it is supposed to be um, only God who can take the word or the high priest of Israel uh, of the Temple Mount uh, who could take it and who was the descendants of the high priest of, 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 of uh, Israel Zadok the first high priest were the people of the book uh, they were the ones who maintained that the first five books of um, of the first five books of uh, the Torah are actually. Um, actually the book of uh, Moses and that's why they uh, that's why they uh, they're called the people of the book so um the fact that he had epilepsy fits is wrong. Yes, he did isolate in a, in a cave. Yes, he did, would have got fever. He would have uh, been sweating, not because God was giving him something, because he was just isolating from helping, from being contaminated himself. And the poor fellow, think of it. Uh, you know, in, in a time where it's like the first responders we have today. So first responders say, uh, you know, they put their lives on the line to help others. Can you believe what this guy did? He he put his life on the line to help people who couldn't help themselves. He was not wrong. He was absolutely not wrong. He was right. Uh, and he was absolutely um, right in asking, um, in asking people, uh, you know, uh, in in saying I'm going to help you, it's it's very much like what we do today. C can we help you? And sometimes we have to put our own life on the line, but we we don't get you know killed or something like that. But they, these people in those days they would get killed if they help people who were sick, and and that is important to understand. Uh, so kudos to him for having done that. Um, and he, in spite of knowing that this felt he would he he could have got killed, he still went ahead and helped those who couldn't help themselves. So he, it was not that he got any revelations. This was not a revelation. Uh, this was very fact that he helped people. 
who, who were sick and who were at that point leprosies, lepers, people who had got skin diseases. He was just, they were considered people who disobeyed God and that's why he, they were sick. And he said, no, it doesn't matter. I do not believe in this. I do not believe in, he would have said, I don't believe in this concept that he's your sinner just because uh, you, you got sick. You got sick for a different reason, not because you disobeyed God. Um, and he went in above the rules of its time, even though his life was in danger and he still helped those people. Um, and so I, I want to say here that uh, I do believe he did, he did go to the caves of Hera's, Hera and he did isolate, but it's for a pandemic, not for an actual ideological reason. And here's some of the verses of Makkah in the Old Testament, if those who want to see it. Um, so... Um, the actual, the first verse is Isaiah 1.6. From the sole of your foot to the top of the head, your head, there is no soundness, only wounds and, and welts and open sores, not purifying or bandage or soothing with olive oil, oil or ointment. And you've got here, you've got this whole translation over here. The word that's important here is yumaka, meaning uh, if the Hebrews were the predominant people of the region, this means that they would have existed encampments in the surrounding areas where people affected with sores were people who went the distance themselves or to get help from impurity and there were multiple encampments for people affected with skin diseases and ailments all known as makkas the only makkah is of today is a former encampment converted into the city of makkah and here are some of the verses in the old testament um using the word Makkah, my dear friends, if you can see it clearly, I'm going to highlight this so that you could see it a little bit more. Okay, here we go. So here are some of the verses in the Old Testament using the word Makkah. You can just go to biblehub.ca. That's biblehub.ca. I will send it to you. Um, Samuel 4 4.8, 4.10, 6.19, 14.30, 19.08, and 23.05. Uh, this is in Samuel, the Old Testament. Kings 20, uh, point 21, 22 point 35, Jeremiah 15.18, 6.07, 14.17, 30.14, Chronicles 13.17, Esther 9.05, Leviticus 26.21, Numbers 11.33, Deuteronomy 28.61, Joshua 10.10, .10, 10.20, Judges 11.33, 15.08. Okay, so that is very, very important um, to know. Uh, one important note of this concept of leprosy and skin diseases is whatever, like I said, was that you were not allowed to use the word uh, or the term for fear of being chastised. It was not supposed to be used in any conversation nor in any literature if the place was an encampment and not mentioned in a city anywhere it was because it was impure hence you will not find the word makkah in any literature until the ninth century that is why honor killing would have commenced in earnest also 
Okay, so that is, my dear friends, what we call uh, Makkah, and that's why, and that's my take on things. And I am going to show you uh, how you can go to Bible.ca. Uh, this is BibleHub.ca, and I will stop this uh, translation. I will stop the sharing, and I will share you something else. Here we go. So here it is. Biblehub.ca. Okay, so all you gotta do is go here right on the top and say you choose Isaiah. Let's go to Isaiah 1.06. Okay, if you can see here, Isaiah 1.06, uh, and we'll go to Isaiah, we'll change this to 1.06 over here, and over here we put here Hebrew. Okay, because you want the actual Hebrew translation. Did I get it right or did I get it wrong? Oh my bejesus, I'm sorry. Uh, did we get it right? Did we get it right? Genesis. And we go here. Oh my God, I'm losing it. Okay. And we put it here, we put it in Hebrew because that's important. That is what we want. We want it in Hebrew. Why is it not coming up today? It is not coming up today. Yeah, we go. So you go 1.06, my friend. Here we go. So I think you can see it over here. From the sole of the foot and even to even to no head in it. Uh there is no no from the sorry from the sole of the foot and even to uh, no even to the head uh, there is no soundness in it wounds and bruises and sores um, putrefying uh, closed they have been closed or bound up or suited you see the word here sores. Okay, you see the word here, souls? Yumaka. It means yumaka and it means souls. Um, and that's what it actually means. Maka means souls, raw wounds, putrefying wounds where pus comes out, bruises, wells. Um, and there are 48 occurrences of it in the Old Testament. Uh, you can see here Leviticus. Um, for those who can see, Leviticus, Numbers, uh, Deuteronomy 28, Deuteronomy again, Deuteronomy, 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 here we go, Joshua, Joshua, Judges, uh, Judges, Samuel, all of these, all of these, and um, it says here the same uh, basically the same things from the wounds, uh, slaughtering, uh, beaten, crushed, 
um, it basically comes down to the same thing. So it, it is important to understand this word. So Makkah means places where people were sick and when their leprosy colonies, and that's basically what it is. So anyone dealing with them could have got uh, sick, and they if they had to isolate, they would isolate in the caves around, and they would you know sometimes get fever, like you get during COVID, you would f uh, shiver, you have uh, sweat coming down, and that's very very important to understand. So I hope I I made myself very clear. Uh, thank you for understanding. If you have any questions, you can contact me, Religions, Regimes and Refugees, and then Multicultural Mess and, and Secular Scam. Um, I will show you uh, my Facebook page over here, and you are welcome to contact me on my Facebook page, and I will give it to you in um, just a moment. You can see it. You can contact me on my Facebook page. Now, I just wanted to tell you what people who were lepers, okay, were called in um, in, in olden days time, okay? So, um, in olden days time, um, if you were sick, you were dehabilitated, um, you, were, you were considered spiritually impure, okay? And people who were spiritually impure would not be allowed, um, absolutely not be allowed to uh, basically... Uh, not to be allowed to basically partake in society. They had to isolate to these makkas, these encampments. And basically, uh, if they had to isolate, they were poor. And those people who were poor were called a Dalit. That was the Hebrew word for poor. It's the fourth, it's, it's uh, really the fourth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Uh, it's called Dalit. And they were called poor. Okay. And in Arabic, that poor is the word dal, D-A-L, but in Islamic ideology, that person who does not, is spiritually impure, does not understand the truth about Islam, is called kufr. Very important to know that. That's from where you get the word kufr. So on that note, I hope you understand. Please don't hesitate to contact me on my Facebook page, Religions, Regimes, and Refugees, and we'll be happy to have you and happy to answer any question. Everything has a historical background. Everything has a geological and geographical background. Uh, everything can be researched. It's important to understand when you are researching uh, the history about this, the ideology. We are uh, this constructive criticism. We are not. Um, we are not questioning the individual. We are questioning the ideology, and this is all about history. So, if you have an opinion, just don't come with he said, she said. What is important is the background knowledge behind it you have to bring knowledge to the table okay because we can only debate knowledge so on that note i thank you for your time i i wish you a great great day i hope you had a great um enjoyed yourself with this presentation and hopefully you can you can see it again you can also reach me on hubhopper.com or google podcast religions regimes and refugees thank you for your time have yourself a great day until we meet again